All right. Good morning. Let's do a show. Good morning, everybody. Glad y'all are here. This is Just Human number 171, and it is Friday. Happy Friday to everybody. I don't have any flannel on today. Um, I I need to get more flannel. (laughs) But I hope you guys are having a good day. We're going to have a pretty good show, I think. Uh, There's just a little bit of news going on. If if you're watching the show and you're noticing the camera is still stuttering, that is me. Um, that's, that's not you. It's on my end. I'm still having this camera issue and I've updated all the software and I've done everything I know to do. Um, it's definitely an OBS issue because it doesn't happen when I use StreamYard and I'm streaming on defected or when I'm joining, uh, devolution power hour, which I did on Wednesday night. If you missed it, I was on the devolution power hour with Patel Patriot, John Harold. And, um, and burning bright, burning bright revealed his human form and we had a great conversation. It was a really fun show. And if you missed it, even though it's, you know, it was a couple days ago, it's still a great watch. Um, so we had a good time on that and I think I'll be going on the devolution power hour a little bit more often. Um, or at least I was invited to, and I'm excited about that. Wednesday nights are pretty free for me once I put the kids to bed. So uh, that's my plan is to, uh, is to accept that invite and to go on the show a little bit more often today. We have just a little bit of news, not a whole lot is going on. Um, 
kind of a slow news day yesterday. Uh, but I wanted to go back in time just a bit and, and remind everybody of something that I was talking about, um, last, last April. So last April on April 25th, actually, I proposed a theory about Merrick Garland. And in that, I very cautiously, I was watching myself, I watched the replay of it last night, that segment. And honestly, I couldn't make it through the segment because I hate listening to myself talk. Um, But I went back and watched that segment, part of it anyway. And I put forth a theory that Merrick Garland is not as bad is what he has been made out to be that there's a whole lot of fake news and that people on the left are super upset at Merrick Garland. They still are. They're even more upset now than they ever have been. And that the reason that Merrick Garland was a, was a offered for a, a SCOTUS pick or was a SCOTUS pick for Obama is not because Merrick Garland is so much of a leftist. It's because he's so much of a centrist And so Obama thought he could get him through the Senate. And that was the goal. The goal was not to grab somebody who was as left as could be. The goal was to get somebody who was a sure thing to get confirmed in the Senate, but who was acceptable enough to the left and acceptable enough to the right that he could make it through a Senate confirmation before Obama left office. And Mitch McConnell famously blocked it. And then Donald Trump got to a point, um, who is it? Gorsuch, I believe. So, but because of that, that has been the basis for many allegations against Merrick Garland. And so has some of his family members business that he's been blamed for that. And then he sent the letter to the parents or to the school board or posted that statement about how don't be threatening people um, at school board meetings. And um, much has been made of it. There's been lots of things that Garland has been involved in have been made of it. And I'm not, I'm not trying to convince you that Merrick Garland is a, a white hat. Um, I'm not trying to convince you that Merrick Garland is secretly MAGA. <laughs> um, I'm just saying that the the headlines don't fit. And I put forth a theory there in that show that I think that Merrick Garland is going to appoint a special counsel to investigate the Bidens. And my basis for that was not that Merrick Garland is a white hat and my basis for it was not that, um, you know, he's not anything like that. And it wasn't based on any secret Intel or anything like that. And it wasn't a lucky hit anyway, even though I'm kind of lucky. I, um, I put forth that theory because I zoomed out and took a 40,000 foot view. And I noticed that everything they accuse Trump of, it seems like they're the ones who are guilty of it. It seems like everything they accuse Trump of, from the PP tape to crooked rush, crooked dealings with foreign powers and foreign investments and Russia collusion, um, all of it, it seemed like everything they accused Trump of was what they were actually guilty of. And I thought, you know what? 
I bet it's going to come back around on them. I bet that everything they accuse Trump of and everything they put Trump through from special counsel, multiple investigations, impeachment, um, all of it is going to be boomeranged back onto them. There's going to be a mirror effect and they're going to have to go through everything they put Trump through. And only this time it's going to stick. Only this time it's going to do real damage. And I made this post on April 26th talking about that same show. And I said, I'm feeling that I'm feeling confident that I am onto something with my theory that AG Garland is going to appoint a special counsel to investigate the Biden crime family. Yeah, I know it's hard to believe, but I think it's going to happen. And I got to say, guys, there were people who were receptive to it in my audience um, that were, that were like, yeah, I think that could happen. And I appreciated it. But there were also a lot of people who told me I was a dumbass. <laughs> there were plenty of people who told me I was an idiot and a dumbass and I'd lost the plot. I was stoned. Like what I like. And there were all sorts of comments. <laughs> they were telling me I was too far, too far out there with that one. But I stuck to it and I've mentioned it on the show several times. Everyone, every once in a while it comes up. I was looking, I, I scanned, I searched my telegram and I found like a dozen times I had mentioned it, you know, half dozen to a dozen times I had posted publicly. Yeah, this is going to happen guys. There's going to be, there's going to be a special counsel. And I posted this on January 10th after the news broke of the Biden documents thing. I said, I don't make many predictions. And that is true. I don't make many predictions. I'm not trying, I don't, I don't try to play Nostradamus on show, but I don't make many predictions. But one that I have been making since April, 2022 is that a special counsel would be appointed to investigate the Biden's. It seemed a bit too far-fetched at the time. It did. I, I admit that it did. But it doesn't seem so far-fetched now. Not after this news of all these classified, marked classified documents appearing. And then yesterday, I put a whole bunch of thoughts yesterday morning. I put, um, I, I composed all the thoughts I was having into an epic thread on Twitter, which felt really good. Um, it's not the most epic thread there could be. I could have done a lot more, but um, it was just on a whim right before the press conference. I decided, okay, now's the time for me to go ahead and put this thread out. So, and this is, this is true. I feel very strongly about this thread that I put out. We have a full blown scandal in the white house. And I really want to drive that point home to you guys that the media isn't going to advertise it as such. Um, but this is, we have a massive scandal in the Biden white house. This is not the same as with Trump and Mueller. Um, and the scandal that the media tried to make that into because Mueller was never investigating Trump. 
He was never investigating Trump. He was always investigating the effort to frame Trump. He was always investigating the effort to undermine Trump and his campaign and to manipulate the 2016 election. He was never investigating Trump as a person for wrongdoing, but the media advertised it as such. Because that's what they wanted it to be. Likewise, this investigation that is happening now into the Bidens is going to be minimized and it's going to be advertised as nothing like what president Trump did. He was, he's a bad guy. He's, he was reckless with those documents and careless. And he was probably selling secrets, not Biden. No, 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 not Biden. So as you read and you watch reporting on what's happening now with the Biden white house, just keep in mind, this is a full blown scandal the likes of which we haven't seen in a very long time, in my opinion. Now, make no mistake, President Biden is under investigation by DOJ, who has tasked the U.S. Attorney for the Northern District of Illinois, John R. Lausch Jr., to review the documents marked classified, which were found in his Chicago office. And now, in his home's garage in Delaware, the FBI, they've also been found in his home's garage It's home garage in Delaware, and there's a third site they've been found. Lausch is a Trump appointee, one of only two remaining Trump-appointed U.S. attorneys. The other is U.S. Attorney David C. Weiss, who is investigating James and Hunter Biden. Keep that in mind for later. Since this story broke, Biden has been speaking by and through the White House lawyer, Richard Sauber, like a man under legal scrutiny and jeopardy. Meanwhile, Trump speaks for himself and says whatever he wants. What a contrast. This speaks volumes. And that should that should that should really stand out to people that Trump speaks very freely, open commentary. He's riffing. He posts whatever he wants about, or seemingly, about the investigations that are supposedly into him, though they're not. The DOJ is not after Trump. That's fake news. Meanwhile, Biden is having to speak through his attorneys and is reading statements from his attorneys because he's having to be careful, because he is being investigated. He is a target. A.G. Garland is making a statement today at 1.15 p.m. Eastern. If Garland appoints a special counsel today, I am going to post some I told you so's and then go buy the most expensive bottle of single malt scotch in this city. More likely, though, Garland is going to describe the matter in a way consistent with public reporting and say it's ongoing and we may not get a special counsel yet. Well, there you go, guys. I was wrong about that one. I was wrong about that part of it. But the fact that the search for docs stretches across multiple states now, Illinois and Delaware, and the fact that Biden is speaking via statements from his lawyers, the fact that this is possibly a Federal Records Act violation, the fact that this is an exact mirror to what Trump has endured over the past six months tells you so much more is going on here. Now, it is possible that there are no violations here at all. Okay, everybody should keep that in mind. It is very, very narrowly possible that 
Biden did not violate the Federal Records Act, okay? And we talked about that on, on the Devolution Power Hour, that there is a very technical and narrow way in which Biden could have declassed these documents. It would be if he was the person who classified them in the first place, and then he declassed them before he left office and took them with him, okay? That's the one, the one thing he could have done that would mean that there wasn't, there wasn't a violation here. Okay. I think it's a low probability, but we should all keep in mind that it is possible. However, whether they are or not be declassified, may or may not be declassified and whether he made a viol, he, 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 he violated the federal records act or not. That may not even matter at this point. And it may not be the point of this investigation because the Mar-a-Lago raid and subsequent fallout, the filings, the court battles, and the appointment of special counsel Smith have been a deliberate series of maneuvers meant to set up this very week's events and more. Trump's enemies are trapped in the arguments they made against him. Their hypocrisy contrasts boldly against their treatment of Biden's mirrored scandal. They program their audiences with their case against Trump and now have to deprogram them so that they can shield Biden. No doubt many will turn on Biden as they are not pleased with him at all. He hasn't done many favors for the Dem Party or the Swamp since taking office. This is not how they imagined his presidency would go. But it is how Trump imagined it would go. And it is how he planned for it to go. So please enjoy the show. Like, seriously. Seriously, enjoy the show. Enjoy the freaking show that is going on right now, because this is one of the biggest scandals that you're ever going to see. And I agree with my co-host, Burning Bright, that this is the high watermark of the Biden administration. (laughs) This is we're past. This is it. It's all downhill from here. This is the this is the best like the best week they're ever going to have already happened. There are no good weeks after this. <laughs> this that's this is it. We're on the ride now. Good morning, JC Bird. Thank you for the uh for the rant. And good morning, Filter Dog over on Foxhole. Thank you very much uh for the gold pills. Uh Filter Dog comments, isn't David Weiss already investigating Hunter? That is correct. David Weiss is investigating Hunter Biden and James Biden, the brother of the president. And we're going to be talking about that in a minute. ESA, DMF, thank you very much for the cigar and scotch money. I have to tell you that I did not make it out to buy scotch. I was on dad duty all all morning and all day and all evening yesterday. Um, my wife got home late from work. And I made dinner and then played with the kids for a while. And um, 
And I just, I just, and then, I, oh yeah. And then I was thinking, okay, I'm going to go now. Then this thunderstorm came. Uh, there was actually a pretty nasty thunderstorm there for about 30 minutes. And uh, yeah, I just ended up getting wrapped up with family stuff. It was one of those days where your wife comes home late and you've had the kids all day. And then you and your wife are like, get out of here. We need to have a mommy daddy conference. And we had like a talk for like 30 minutes to tell each other about our days. And then it was time to read with this kid, have this kid practice piano, do dishes, put them to bed. And by that time, liquor stores were closed. So I have to, I have to go out and, um, and buy a bottle of scotch. I'm going to go buy a nice bottle of single malt scotch and enjoy it this weekend. Uh, I'm probably going to be sipping it on defected on Sunday night. I did last night. I was kind of feeling bummed last night before I went to bed and I was preparing for the show. I was feeling a bit bummed that I didn't make it out to go buy a bottle. And then I suddenly remembered that my wife bought me this bottle of, uh, of, a Kentucky bourbon um, she got it for me for Christmas and I had kind of forgotten about it. I got it and set it on the shelf and, um, I suddenly, it suddenly, I suddenly remembered. And so I got it out and it was, it was pretty good. Um, it's not, it's not as good as what I really want. I got to admit it doesn't, it didn't satisfy, it didn't satisfy me completely, but it was really good. And I was happy uh, that she, that she got it for me and that I enjoy and I enjoyed it last night. So, um, Glen Oak, that's a very nice rumble rant. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, no scotch for breakfast is not a good idea. No. Um, so anyway, we got the Hunter Biden China classified document scandal. This is absolutely a scandal from techno fog. Classified documents found in Biden's garage. They were unsecured next to his Corvette. Today, counsel to President Biden, again, his lawyers are revealing this. President Biden revealed that classified documents were found in Biden's Wilmington, Delaware residence, which it turns out is owned by Hunter Biden. This is the second, or at least was owned by Hunter Biden, and Hunter Biden had access to it. This is the second batch of classified materials that were taken by Biden in 2017. The first being those found at the Penn Biden Center. Here's the relevant part of the statement from Richard Sauber, who is special counsel to President Biden. Now, when they say special counsel here, they mean as in like advise the lawyer for the attorney for the president, not a special counsel who's investigating him. It's a different kind of special counsel. It's he's his attorney counsel as president. And the statement is, quote, Following the discovery of government documents at the Penn Biden Center in November 2022 and coordinating closely with the Department of Justice, the president's lawyers have searched the president's Wilmington and Rehoboth Beach, Delaware residents. The other locations were f- where files from his vice presidential office might have been shipped in the course of the 2017 transition. The lawyers completed the review last night. During the review, lawyers discovered among personal and political papers a small number of additional Obama-Biden records with classified markings. All but one of these documents were found in a storage space in the president's Wilmington residence garage. One document consisting of one page was discovered among stored materials in an adjacent room. No documents were found in the Rehoboth Beach residence. Again, this is such an amazing mirror 
to what Trump went through because they made a big deal about how it's the during the transition when Trump is leaving, he had all these documents intermingled with other paperwork and personal records. It's so it's it's reckless. It's so sloppy. They're just strewn about the place. No, it's so irresponsible of President Trump to leave these things laying around. They're unsecured, even though they're literally in a basement that only certain people have access to at Mar-a-Lago and there's security key code pads and there's cameras and there's secret service and there's all of these things. And he's Trump has even had the FBI come in and advise him on how to secure them and make, make his residence more secure for such storage of such things. And president Trump had his, um, we think of it as a skiff. I'm not sure it's still a skiff. Um, I don't know if it's still updated to be a skiff because that has to be constantly updated. But we know that there was about a half million dollars spent on Mar-a-Lago in 2021 to upgrade security there, if I'm remembering correctly. We went over that doc- that paperwork uh, last summer when the raid happened. So back to Technofog here. This statement follows reporting that Attorney General Merrick Garland, Merrick Garland has assigned the U.S. Attorney for Chicago, John Louch Jr., to review... Remember, they called it a review, but really, it's an investigation. The FBI is also involved in the U.S. attorney's inquiry, so the FBI and DOJ. Lausch is a holdover from the Trump administration, one of a few U.S. attorneys that did not was not forced to resign during the transfer. In the past, he reportedly helped the DOJ speed up the processing of documents, quote, in response to House Judiciary Committee subpoena, they related to the FBI's handling of the Hillary Clinton investigation. That's interesting. What do we make of these de- developments? First, Biden's attorneys are conducting these searches of Biden's residences to show the DOJ that their cooperation is full and transparent. These are steps done to avoid the potential for any type of subpoena. I suspect there has been a subpoena, guys. I, sus- I suspect that these searches were being done by subpoena. Biden is convincing his own justice department that a search will not be necessary. Well, it wasn't enough. Attorney general Garland will undoubtedly agree wrong. Despite the fact that there would must be a full investigation into this issue. And it must include an interview of Biden himself. Second, there's been some speculation that this is part of an effort to throw Biden under the bus. I'm not seeing it. I don't see that either guys. There's bigger issues where Biden is more vulnerable, namely corruption. Third, to state the obvious, yes, there is a double standard. Yes, the Biden DOJ subjects Trump to standards that Biden himself can't maintain. Yes, Biden's homes won't be raided. Yes, there won't be inaccurate leaks from Biden DOJ about that Biden's classified documents contained. In other words, yes, it will be business as usual. I disagree with this paragraph. Fourth, why release this information now? To get ahead of the story and control how it's released. Yep. From the administration's perspective, better to disclose the discovery of classified documents on their own with their own spin rather than be subject to anonymous leaks they can't control. Thus, they put out a written statement and gave something Biden something to read. That's I agree with that. They did. Now, check out this uh, interaction with uh, Ducey. Just a second. I know it's muted for you, but there's a lot of yelling at the beginning of it that's really harsh. Just a moment. Okay. Classified, classified material 
next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So the but anyway, was in a garage. yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my uh, of from my time as vice president were stored and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas in file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my, my personal library. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn, this was done in the case of the Biden Penn Center. The Department of Justice was immediately, as was done, the Department of Justice was immediately uh, uh, notified, and uh, the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the document. So you're going to see, we're going to see all this unfold. I'm confident. Thank you. Don't you love that? Don't you love it that the whole room is yelling at him, demanding answers about this, and all he can do is read a statement, read a statement that uh, was written for him by his lawyers. He, um, I mean, that's, that it's, it shows, this was before the announcement of the special counsel, and to me it shows that he is in legal jeopardy. And so he's trying to be as careful. He's been advised by his lawyers to be as careful as possible. Finally, what is to come? While there are no guarantees, we believe it is more likely than not that Garland does not appoint a special counsel. Well, Technofog, you got that one wrong. You got that one wrong. And I love, I like Technofog. Okay. No, not dissing him. Lots of, I'm, I was very much, I was very much out on an island in in believing that this press conference right here would happen. I was very much all by myself thinking that this would happen. So good afternoon. I'm here today to announce the appointment of Robert Herr as a special counsel pursuant to Department of Justice regulations governing such matters. In keeping with those regulations, I have today notified the designated members of each House of Congress of the appointment. I'm joined today by John Lausch, the U.S. Attorney for the Northern District of Illinois, who conducted the initial investigation into the matter that I will describe today. On the evening of November 4, 2022, the National Archives Office of Inspector General contacted a prosecutor at the Department of Justice. It informed him that the White House had notified the archives that documents bearing classification markings were identified at the office of the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement, located in Washington, D.C. That office was not authorized for storage of classified documents. Trump's office is authorized for storage of classified documents, guys, but not where Biden kept these. The prosecutor was also advised that those documents had been secured in an archives facility. On November 9th, the FBI commenced an assessment consistent with standard protocols 
to understand whether classified information had been mishandled in violation of federal law. On November 14th, pursuant to Section 600.2b of the Special Counsel Regulations, I assigned U.S. Attorney Lausch to conduct an initial investigation to inform my decision whether to appoint a special counsel. Mr. Lausch has served as a U.S. Attorney in Chicago since 2017. Before that, he spent more than a decade as an assistant U.S. Attorney in that same office. I selected him to conduct the initial investigation because I was confident his experience would ensure that it would be done professionally and expeditiously. On December 20th, President Biden's personal counsel informed Mr. Lausch that additional documents bearing classification markings were identified in the garage of the President's private residence in Wilmington, Delaware. President Biden's counsel informed Mr. Lausch that those documents were among other records from the period of the President's service as Vice President. The FBI went to the location and secured those documents. On January 5th, 2023, Mr. Lausch briefed me on the results of his initial investigation and advised me that further investigation by a special counsel was warranted. Based on Mr. Lausch's initial investigation, I concluded that under the special counsel regulations, it was in the public interest to appoint a special counsel. In the days since, while Mr. Lausch continued the investigation, the department identified Mr. Herr for appointment as special counsel. This morning, President Biden's personal counsel called Mr. Lausch and stated that an additional document bearing classification markings was identified at the President's personal residence in Wilmington, Delaware. I told you so. I told you so. There was going to be a special counsel appointed to investigate the Bidens and that Merrick Garland would appoint him. And it's happened. And now we know from this press conference there are at least three locations where classified or marked classified documents have been found. When I first contacted Mr. Lausch about this matter, he said he could lead the initial investigation but would be unable to accept any longer-term assignment because he would be leaving the department in early 2023 for the private sector. U.S. Attorney Lausch and his team of prosecutors and agents have conducted this initial investigation with professionalism and speed. I am grateful to them. Earlier today, I signed an order appointing Robert Herr as special counsel for the matter I just described. The document authorizes him to investigate whether any person or entity violated the law in connection with this matter. The special counsel will not be subject to the day-to-day supervision of any official of the department, but he must comply with the regulations, procedures, and policies of the department. Mr. Herr has a long and distinguished career as a prosecutor. In 2003, he joined the department's criminal division where he worked on counterterrorism, corporate fraud, and appellate matters. From 2007 until 2014, Mr. Herr served as an assistant U.S. attorney for the District of Maryland where he prosecuted matters ranging from violent crime to financial fraud. In 2017, Mr. Herr rejoined the department as the principal associate deputy attorney general. In 2018, he was nominated and confirmed to serve as a U.S. attorney for the District of Maryland. As U.S. attorney, he supervised some of the department's more important national security, public corruption, and other high-profile matters. I will ensure that Mr. Herr receives all the resources he needs to conduct his work. 
As I've said before, I strongly believe that the normal processes of this department can handle all investigations with integrity. But under the regulations, the extraordinary circumstances here require the appointment of a special counsel for this matter. This appointment underscores for the public the department's commitment to both independence and accountability in particularly sensitive matters, and to making decisions indisputably guided only by the facts and the law. I am confident that Mr. Hirsch will carry out his responsibility in an even-handed and urgent manner and in accordance with the highest traditions of this department. Thank you all. And that is it. And I was right. I was right. I was right. I told you so. I told you so. I don't want to rub it in too much, but damn, it feels good. Damn, it feels good to be so incredibly spot on with this so many months ahead. And part of the reason it feels so good is because I took so much shit from people telling me that I was wrong and stupid and nuts to ever imagine that this could happen. And then last week, or actually this week, as soon as the story broke that there were classified documents that had been found at the Penn Center, people started on the people started saying, and especially in Con Inc. and MAGA Media, there needs to be a special counsel. This isn't fair. And they started calling for it. Now you may have noticed, you people have mentioned it to me in my chat, and I've probably gotten 150 comments uh, on social media, people saying, well, Cash Patel says this is bad, and Bannon says this is bad, and Sundance says this is bad, and this is just a cover-up. But these same people were saying that there needs to be a special counsel. But now that there is one, they're taking the angle that, oh, it's bad, it's a cover-up. <laughs> uh, they can keep they can keep their black pills. Here is the statement. Attorney General Mayor Garland announced today the appointment of her. Now let's grab let's grab the actual appointment letter, okay? This is the uh the doc the document that authorizes him. There we go. Appointment of Robert K. Hur as special counsel by the virtue vested in me, pursuant to 28 USC, blah, 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 and all the power that I have because of this law. Robert K. Hur is appointed to serve as special counsel for the United States Department of Justice. The special counsel is authorized to conduct the investigation of matters that are the subject of the initial investigation pursuant to 28 CFR 600.2.B. That's... um. That's the just the legal. That's the code that allows for a special counsel to be appointed, led by Attorney John R. Lausch Jr., including possible unauthorized removal and retention of classified documents or other records discovered at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement and the Wilmington, Delaware res, private residence of, of pri, President Joseph R. Biden Jr., as well as any matters that arose from the initial investigation or may arise directly from the special counsel's investigation or that are within the scope of 28 CFR 600.4. That, that is the law. So anything the special counsel finds that needs to be prosecuted, he can prosecute. The special counsel is authorized to prosecute federal crimes arising from the investigation of these matters. So if he's lied to or finds a, anything else that is a violation, he can prosecute that too. This, 
The special counsel is also authorized to refer to the appropriate United States attorneys discrete prosecutions that may arise from the special counsel's investigation. This um, this investigation is going to span multiple states, multiple jurisdictions. And if the special counsel, her, wants to designate a prosecutor within those districts to prosecute someone for violations, he can do that. Signed, Mayor Garland. Just as I predicted, although I didn't know it would be Robert K. Herr, um, and I kind of feel like I should have known that. I kind of I feel like I should have figured out it would have been Robert K. Herr because he was at a very special event a while back, and I'll get to that in a minute. Here he is, Robert K. Herr, American attorney who served as the United States Attorney for the District of Maryland from 2018 to 2021. He previously served as Principal Associate Deputy Attorney General. Then it, they've already they've already added in that he was appointed special counsel. His parents are South Korean. He's from the New Jersey area. He graduated from Harvard. He clerked for Chief Justice Rehnquist of the Supreme Court and Judge Kozinski of the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. He previously served as special assistant to counsel and counsel to Christopher Ray, the director of the FBI. Ah, now, now we're talking. If you, if you believe the fake news MAGA media that Christopher Ray is some bad guy, you're going to think that this is a bad thing. But if you know the history of Donald Trump and you know the history of the band, then you know that this is not a bad thing. And this is further indication that her is a good pick for a special counsel. From 2007 to 2014, he served as assistant United States attorney in the District of Maryland, where he prosecuted gang violence, drug trafficking, and firearm offenses, as well as white-collar crimes. He was formerly a partner with King and Spaulding. Now, that is very interesting as well. I'll get to that in just a minute. On November 1st, 2017... Her was nominated by President Donald Trump to be the next United States Attorney for the District of Maryland. On March 22, 2018, his nomination was reported out of committee by voice vote. He was unanimously confirmed. He was sworn in on April 9, 2018. Let me grab. Do I have? Well, I think I think it's hyperlinked here. Hold on, just a moment. Does this have this hyperlinked? That's the Senate Judiciary. Or was nominated. Does it have this? There we go. Here is uh, Donald Trump's piece of paper that nominated him. And I want you to notice something. John Durham. Robert K. Herr. Now, I'm not going to make too much of this. Not going to make too much of it. But Durham and Herr were nominated on the same day. Just saying, just saying, what are the chances of that? 
Durham and her were nominated to be their respective United States attorneys for their districts on the same day by Trump. Okay. Back to King and Spaulding. Her was formerly a partner with King and Spaulding. Well, who is King and Spaulding? They're a corporate law firm headquartered in Atlanta, and they have offices all around America and other places. What are they known for, though? Well, they are known for advising Donald Trump's real estate empire. They are known for advising the Trump org. And the Trump organization is a long-time long-time FBI asset who reports on or informs on organized crime. King and Spaulding is also the law firm that helped Trump out with his 2020 election lawsuits. King and Spaulding is also the law firm where Rod Rosenstein is now a partner. Now, again, if you believe the MAGA media and all their fake news, then Rod Rosenstein is bad, bad, bad. He was terrible. Just another bad hire by Trump because Trump doesn't know how to hire anybody. He, he managed a giant multi-billion dollar business empire and was super successful in the private sector, but he went to Washington and didn't know what he was doing. And the swamp outmaneuvered him and tricked him. And Trump took a bunch of bad advice and hired a bunch of terrible people. And it's so sad. I don't believe any of that bullshit. Not for, not for a second. Rod Rosenstein did awesome work as attorney general. Rod Rosenstein was a great hire by President Trump. And Rod Rosenstein is part of the band that goes back to the 80s, along with Ray, along with Comey, along with Mueller, along with Terwilliger, and along with Trump and his brother in the Trump Organization, who helped bust a whole bunch of organized crime in New York and New Jersey. Funny how these same people keep coming up that are all tied to Trump and his history of busting criminals. Who is Robert Hur, special counsel reviewing documents? Well, let's scroll down. Scroll down. Hur served fewer than three years as a U.S. attorney, resigning in February 2021, soon after Trump left office. In his highest profile case, he secured the conviction of former Baltimore mayor, Catherine Pugh, who was sentenced to three years in prison for using a self-published children's children's book scheme to funnel hundreds of thousands of dollars into her political campaign. So he's prosecuted public corruption. Prior to his appointment, her served under then Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein and a former DOJ official who told her the post he was widely viewed Viewed as Rosenstein's sidekick. Sweet. Sweet. That's awesome. The two of them, the two men often formed a duo at events inside the department and were seen together on social occasions as well. Rosenstein himself, a longtime Maryland U.S. attorney, was vilified by Trump and his supporters for appointing special counsel Robert Mueller in 2017 to investigate whether Trump's campaign conspired with Russia ahead of the 2016 election. 
a probe Trump called the witch hunt. Well, it's a little bit of fake news there, the way they frame it. Uh, Robert Mueller was appointed to investigate the allegations that the, that the Trump campaign did this. They weren't avoid. They weren't, he wasn't appointed to investigate Trump. He was appointed to investigate the allegations and the people who made them and to investigate whether or not there was any interference in the 2016 election. Guys, if you haven't figured it out yet, Trump calls that a witch hunt because it's literally a hunt for the witch, Hillary Clinton. It's part of the hunt for Hillary Clinton. She is the witch. And when Trump calls something a witch hunt, he's telling you this is part of the effort to get Hillary Clinton. While working under Rosenstein, her liaised regularly on behalf of the Justice Department with the White House, congressional committees, and federal intelligence, enforcement, and regulatory agencies. According to his online biography published by international law firm Gibson, Dunn, and Crutcher, where he worked in the private sector for, sector for a short time, co-chair for crisis management practice group, her worked from 2007 to 2014 as an assistant U.S. attorney in Maryland, prosecuted gang violence, firearms offenses, narcotics, narcotics, white-collar crimes, public corruption, mortgage fraud, tax offenses, computer network intrusions, intellectual property theft. For that, her worked under current FBI Director Ray, while Ray led the Justice Department's criminal division and handled counterterrorism, corporate fraud, and appellate matters. Here's another piece of fake news that people are running. I mean, this not this isn't fake news, but the headlines being born out of this paragraph are absolutely fake news. Okay, check this out. Federal political contribution records show few donations from her to political candidates. In January 2022, he gave $500 to Vermont's long-shot centrist Republican Senate candidate Christina Nolan, the U.S. attorney in that state during the Trump administration. In 2017, he donated $200 to Maryland Republican Governor Larry Hogan, a centrist who later emerged as a top critic of Trump. And in 2008, he gave $201 to John McCain. And I have seen so many headlines, guys, saying, oh, her is corrupt, he's swamp, he's a McCain guy. Because he gave $201 to him in 2008? Do you have any idea how many MAGA Republicans who would walk barefoot over glass, over broken glass, for Trump today gave money to McCain in 2008? I bet you that somewhere in the neighborhood of two-thirds of Trump-loving MAGA Republicans today who were of age to vote in 2008 gave money to John McCain's campaign. If they're the type of people who give money to campaigns, they probably gave money to McCain in 2008 because we wanted to defeat Obama. So like $200? $200. 
I mean, if we had a if we had a track record of him giving money to McCain for like two decades, and it was like every election cycle he was going out of his way to give money to McCain, okay, okay. But two hundred dollars in two thousand eight during an election cycle, where we were desperately trying to defeat Obama. I'm pretty sure I gave money to Romney in 2012 because I wanted to defeat Obama, not because I liked Romney. But fake news going to fake news, right? Fake news is going to fake news. Former DO, A former DOJ official who knows her said... We're not talking about someone who's kind of a movement conservative by any means. He's more of an establishment Republican. Okay. He's very nice and he's a people person as opposed to more inquisitorial members of the department who quote radiate evil. The source facetiously remarked. Interesting comment. Um, and then it goes on to list some history of, special counsels and blah, blah, blah. This is probably going to be the website um, for her. If they follow the same naming convention as Durham and Smith, then this will be his website for DOJ justice.gov slash SEO dash H U R. It hasn't gone live yet. They may follow a different naming convention, but seems like, this would be most likely be the one just the news put out this article prior to his appointment as special counsel on Thursday, former U S attorney, Robert Herr previously served as chief federal law enforcement officer in Maryland. And he took down a number of corrupt Democrat officials during his tenure as chief federal law enforcement officer in Maryland. Herr was a major force in tackling corruption, bringing and resolving charges against key officials, such as former Baltimore city democratic mayor, Catherine Pugh, former Baltimore City Police Commissioner Daryl D'Souza, former Maryland Democratic State Rep Cheryl Glenn, former Maryland Democratic State Rep Tawana Gaines, and former Maryland Democratic State Senator Nathaniel Oaks. Nice. After being confirmed as a U.S. attorney in 2018... During his relatively short term in the deep blue state, he also brought charges against many other Maryland police and correctional officers and further pursued a plethora of gang, violent crime, and fraud investigations during his office's tenure. Her was succeeded by first assistant U.S. Secretary Linzer, who is now the FBI's chief of staff. Prior to his appointment, her worked for Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. His appointment as special counsel parallels that of special counsel Jack Smith. Okay. I want to grab this right here. Does anyone find it bizarre that Biden's lawyers are telling him to claim that he doesn't know what's in these classified documents? Why not claim instead that he, dis- he declassified them. 
It's a good question. Why is Biden acting like he doesn't know what these documents are and what's in them? John's got a pretty good thread, and one of the posts in it is specifically a one I want to drill into. I'll, I'm going to jump off of it as I get to it. The timeline of this Biden classified document scan. By the way, John's back on uh, Twitter, so if you want to follow him, go give him a follow at Patel underscore Patriot. The timeline of this Biden classified document scandal has raised some interesting questions. Let's start at the beginning. On 11-4-22... The NARA OIG contacted a DOJ prosecutor stating the White House notified the archives of finding classified docs at the Penn Biden Center. Two thoughts. It was the one, it was the NARA OIG who made the initial referral for Trump's Mar-a-Lago raid, which set the whole situation in motion. Both of the current active special counsels appear to have initially started due to NARA's Office of Inspector General referrals. Two, why was Biden team looking for these in the first place and why disclose what they found? Biden comes from the same corrupt tree as Hillary bleach bit Clinton. These people don't willingly disclose their crimes. Something forced Biden's hand, in my opinion. Back to the timeline on 11, 9, 22, the day after the midterms, the FBI conducts an assessment on whether classified info was mishandled. Knowing what we know now about our FBI, it's surprising they allowed it to move forward from here. I completely and 100% disagree with that statement. Garland assigned attorney Lausch to conduct initial investigation on whether a special counsel is needed. Garland names Jack Smith as special counsel investigating Trump, including his handling of classified docs. This is big, and by the way, Trump caused that to happen because Trump announced he was running for president. That is why Trump announced he was running for president. Because he wanted a special counsel. Because Trump knew that it would set things up so that when Biden got a special counsel appointed, it would set up this mirror situation that we have now. Make no mistake about it, Trump wanted a special counsel to be appointed to look at him and his stuff, even though they're not chasing him. It's not about indicting Trump. It's about transferring the evidence that Trump has. Did Garland establish Jack Smith special counsel because he knew one was likely coming against Biden too? Was this his way of running cover, not his way of running cover? It's not his way of running cover. It's his way of executing his duties as the Attorney General. Garland established Jack Smith because it was the right thing to do. And Garland has established Robert Hur as special counsel because it's the right thing to do. Biden's counsel tells Lausch they found more classified docs. In Biden's garage. It's noteworthy that at this point, there still hasn't been a peep from anybody that Biden was being investigated for his handling of classified material. No leaks. 
Not yet. And that's a good, that should be a good sign to everybody. I know that some people I've seen some, uh, comments about how this was election interference. This was going on and they didn't tell us anything before the election. This could have changed the midterms. Right. Right. It would have been election interference if they had revealed this. It would have been election interference if they had revealed this, guys. Because they kept it secret, this investigation, like investigation should be, they didn't interfere with the election. That's the right thing to do. That's the ethical thing to do. The reason that these stories started coming up this week is because this appointment was coming and they wanted to get ahead of it. The leaks started coming out. Rumor, there Actually, first, there were rumors and the White House special counsel, Sauber, had to put out a statement and he did so because he knew that a special counsel was coming. So they were trying to get the media a heads up two days in advance so they could get ahead of the story and try and set the narrative. Lausch advises Garland that he should set up a special counsel in the day since Garland appoints Robert Hur a special counsel. This is an important date, 1-5, January 5th. It is at this time that Biden's AG knows he will have to establish a special counsel against Biden. So naturally, CBS breaks the story on 1-10. The Biden administration knew the special counsel was coming. Yep. So in order to get ahead of the story, it was leaked to the MSM to control the narrative. What Trump did was worse is what many of them ran with. But it, yeah, music and fiction. Good morning. That's right. They failed to set the narrative though, didn't they? In fact, I think the media was a bit, it depended on what news source you went to in the MSM. They, um, some of them were running hard cover, like CNN was running hard cover, trying to spin this. I found CBS News to be a little bit more matter of fact in their reporting. Um, and there's a few, like there, there was a mix to me. They weren't all on song. And I think that's, I think that's important to note that the media, I think there's already some reluctance in the media where some media are not interested in defending Biden anymore. And some are. So some questions. Why was Biden's team actually looking for these documents in the first place? I'm not convinced that on a whim and out of their high moral and ethical standards, they decided to go searching just in case. Well, I may have the answer. I didn't find it, but I may have the answer to, to John's question here. And I think it's right here. Speculation is growing on the Hill that U.S. Attorney David C. Weiss, the Delaware prosecutor investigating Hunter Biden, may have pressured the sudden discovery of Biden's private, far-flung stash of classified White House materials. Don't know for sure. This is rumor. But it makes sense that possibly David C. Weiss's investigation into the Bidens led him to issuing a subpoena or at least asking Biden's attorneys to search his property for certain documents. And then they found more. And then they found more. 
And then U.S. Attorney Lausch got involved because they wanted to search at the Penn Biden Center. And so I'm thinking that this Weiss investigation is going to roll into hers SEO. I'm thinking that instead of Weiss being elevated to a special counsel, his investigation is going to be transferred into the her SEO, which will mean that her is investigating Joe Biden, James Biden, and Hunter Biden. Kind of like, kind of like some dude named just human said would happen back on April 26, 2022. That Garland is going to appoint a special counsel to investigate the Biden crime family. Back to Patel's thread. I'm also not convinced that they would willingly disclose finding such documents and admit to wrongdoing. They would, they could have simply burned the documents upon finding them, right? They could have found these documents and been like, oops, um, shredder. Done. Why would they not do that though? Because the existence of the documents were known to U.S. Attorney David C. Weiss. They were already known. So they weren't going to destroy them because then those lawyers would get charged with obstruction and destruction of evidence. They would get charged for the cover-up. Final question from John. Did Garland establish the Jack Smith's counsel, special counsel, because he knew there would be one coming against Biden? He established the Jack Smith special counsel just four days after assigning Lausch to investigate whether a special counsel was needed against Biden. Trump made it happen. Trump made this happen. All right. I saw this story going around and I saw some people saying that this shows that Robert K. Hur is a bad guy. He's deep state. He's terrible because he was involved in this cover up. The DO and this raid, the DOJ wants to keep justification for raiding reported Clinton Foundation whistleblower secret. This is from December 10th of 2018. Department of Justice is requesting that the justification of an FBI raid on a reportedly recognized whistleblower's home remain secret according to a letter from U.S. Attorney Robert Herr. And actually, they call, look, they called him Robert Robert. U.S. Attorney Robert Robert Herr. <laughs> the letter was sent to the U.S. District Court for the District of Maryland on December 7th in response to the Daily Caller request. This has to do with Nathan Kane a whistleblower who worked for an FBI contractor who contacted IG Horowitz and said, I got some information on the Clinton foundation. And he gave that information to Horowitz who then had a staffer hand deliver it to the house and Senate intelligence committees. And then after that, Nathan Kane's house was raided 
by the FBI. And the reason for that raid is sealed. Now I did some digging around. The justification is sealed. Okay. So I did, I did some reading around to see if this has been unsealed. And as far as I found, it hasn't been unsealed. But I think to jump to this and say, this proves Robert Hur is bad because he sealed this case. I did see that in, I think it was in 2020, the seal on the case was updated to say, yep, keep this case sealed. It's because it's ongoing. And just because someone gets quote unquote raided by the FBI doesn't mean that person did anything wrong. It can just mean that they have evidence. We've seen that before. We've seen it several times before where someone quote unquote gets raided, but it's not because they are the target. It's because they have evidence on someone who is the target. And in this case, it makes sense that Nathan Kane, being a Clinton foundation whistleblower would have some evidence on the Clinton foundation. And a good way to transfer that if that information is with a lawful search warrant. Last I checked, or as far as I could find last night, this case is still sealed. So I have no idea. I have to honestly say, I think we can all be honest. We don't actually know what the justification was, was for this raid and whether or not it was a good raid. Raid. I'm using that term loosely because that's what every time the FBI shows up and conservative media wants to say it's a bad thing, they call it a raid, even though it's an execution of a search warrant. Um, yeah, they were there for six hours. Nathan Kane was a recognized whistleblower, or at least he said he was. And he handed classified documents over to agents. So, yeah, they. If if we if we're really being careful here, then we just don't know. Like we seriously, we don't know enough. All right. Uh, sub- I know a lot of people want me to play this clip. I don't even want to. Um, like, honestly. I don't even want to. And it's not cause I don't like cash Patel or I don't like Steve Bannon. I do like them, but it's just typical rage, black pilling, whatever. Like I, I don't even want to play the clip. I've watched it twice. Um, I've watched it twice and people have sent it to me dozens and dozens and dozens of times. And I just got, I just got to, I just got to pose a question to you guys. Why, why would you expect cash or Bannon or anybody else on Trump team to praise anything, anything at all? that Merrick Garland does. 
Why, why would you ever expect that these guys would say nice things about anybody in the FBI or the DOJ? It's, it's already going to be a thing. It's already going to be an attack vector for the media and for the Democrats and for the swamp. The swamp is going to come for Robert K. Hur. And they're going to say that he's a Trump appointee and he's compromised. And this is a, this is a terrible thing for Biden because, and this is wrong. And Robert K. Hur needs to be removed because he's friends with Trump and Trump's people that were in Trump's DOJ. That's going to, you can, it's already started. Have you noticed that every MSM article mentions that Robert K. Hur is a Trump appointee? Every single one. Because they want their people to believe that this guy is only after, and they also, every single one mentions that Robert Lausch is a Trump appointee. Because they want that as part of their narrative, that these are Trump leftovers in DOJ who Biden didn't get rid of, and they're coming after Biden. And the left, I've been, I, was, uh, I spent part of my time yesterday going through some of the uh, notable lefty people on Twitter and reading their comment sections. And... The left was just screaming about how Garland is horrible and needs to be fired. Joe Biden should have never hired Merrick Garland. He's terrible. Why is he going against his boss? Why is Merrick Garland so bad? I can't believe he's still AG. The cognitive dissonance on on the left and on the right I've never, I feel like it's at an all time high right now. So, anyway, I don't even really want to play this clip because this is just kayfabe. This is just deception. Um, I'm not calling these guys liars, but what else are they going to say? And them attacking her. They are literally protecting her. Their their negativity about her, their negative allegations are acting as a protective cloak, a shield for this special counsel. Just like the attacks on Jack Smith saying that he's a monster He's a he's terrible. Jack Smith is one of the most crooked, corrupt people to ever serve in DOJ. All of that, right? The reason that Trump and others are are saying that Jack Smith is so bad is because when he clears Trump and doesn't indict him, it's going to make it that much more powerful. See, so you you want remember. Do you remember with Mueller, the left and the media built Robert Mueller up as being this hitman that was going to get Trump? They built him up really big that he was going to find the walls are closing in only for Robert Mueller to to literally exonerate and completely clear Trump. Completely deflated all of those people who 
praised him. And it, and it, it had the effect of some people being like, well, man, if Robert Mueller can't get Trump, then who can? I am going to play this clip that Patriots in Control was nice enough to put on True Social. Hold on just a moment. I'm going to mute you all for a second because I want to make sure this isn't going to blow out your eardrums. Okay. I'm just trying to, I just want to make sure I don't blow y'all's ears out because sometimes stuff is way louder on certain sites and sometimes it's really quiet and I have to increase volume. And whereas you look at where they're finding these documents in an office with no security or in a garage with absolutely no security in a house that wasn't even owned by him, that was owned by Hunter. And I think you're going to find a lot more because in Delaware, I understand. I think you're going to find a lot more. I like hearing that. And they have a tremendous sash of documents. And I'm sure when you look at that, you're going to find documents that you didn't even believe. And the biggest problem, Mark, is it's China. China gave $55 million Mm -hmm. to the University of Pennsylvania, where I went. I went to the Wharton School of Finance at Penn. And, uh, you know, I'm disappointed in them as a school. But China was paying through that money. uh, Biden got a million dollars a year for a think tank, Mm -hmm. if you can believe it. So... They paid Biden a million dollars a year out of the money that China gave. Now, if China wants to see those documents, I'm sure they would say, come on, let me show you. Mentioned this on the uh, Devolution Power Hour that Biden has already leaked intel to China this, this past year. He linked intel to China about the Ukraine situation, which China then immediately gave to Russia. So it's not even this far-fetched thing. It's not like it's very, very reasonable to suspect that this stuff could be compromised and could have been leaked because we've already seen it happen during this administration. DOJ confirms third discovery of classified documents. Official at the Department of Justice uh, weighing in on this point um, that we appear to be able to confirm that that is correct, that a third discovery uh, was a single document. According to this official to Fox News, the DOJ, DOJ just found out about that one this morning, and it was found at his residence. Here, the senior official. Ay, ay, ay. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, I've got that. I've got that. Um. Everybody's making this joke about Biden's garage because this garage was in this video that Biden put out with his Corvette, which is a really nice Corvette. Um, and they're making, is this where these documents were in these boxes right here? I don't know if they were, but this is the garage they're talking about um, that this Corvette rolls out of. And I want to see. Oh, Yeah. Mentioning the uh, the cognitive dissonance I saw on the left. Oh, this person. Okay, it's there. All right, so this guy's. These two people are both former FBI. Okay, this Figluzzi and uh, John McLaughlin. They're both former FBI. And look at the cognitive dissonance. Is there evidence of a crime? That's the first criteria to name a special counsel. Grounds for appointing a special counsel. It ha- and he cites the code. There has to be evidence of a crime. Asting. 
That's dastink, isn't it? There must be evidence of a crime. Frank is 100% correct. If a crime wasn't committed, a special counsel should not have been appointed. Garland has failed the nation again. Told you guys. Told you. Mean Gene One, who's a great follow on Twitter, said, wait, didn't didn't you guys want him on the Supreme Court? UK Neil, another great follow on Twitter. So Trump appointee Robert K. Hur, that has been tasked by the DOJ to investigate Joe Biden in his paper gate, was the successor to Rod Rosenstein as Maryland's U.S. attorney. The same Rod Rosenstein that is a member of the band. So I commented some more information and special counsel and um, he was a special assistant and counsel to Ray, as well as having a history of public corruption, uh, prosecuting public corruption and was nominated by Trump on the same day as Durham. And he also was a partner at King's King and Spalding, which advises the Trump org, which is another asset and part of the band in a way and worked on Trump election cases and where Rosenstein is now partner also, Robert K. Hur spoke at Rosenstein's farewell ceremony. And here they are at Rosenstein's farewell ceremony. There is Barr, Rosenstein, Sessions, and Ray. And there's Robert K. Hur speaking. This is the famous ceremony where Bill Barr said we got the band back together. And what he's referring to are all these guys. Trump and Barr and Rudy and Rosenstein and Mueller and Comey and all these others who have a history of prosecuting organized crime got back together and somehow magically all ended up in the Trump administration at the same time. Like there was some sort of plan for them to get together and go after organized crime in D.C., Okay. Yeah, I'll skip that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip I'm gonna skip this one. Okay. So have I said I told you so enough times yet? Do I need to say it again? I think I've said it enough. I think, I think I've said it enough. I think I've made my point. Um, I think this is great. And whether this actually leads to um, indictments of members of the Biden family um, or people around them. Um, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Like I said, I seriously don't know. Um, like I said, it, it is possible there very narrowly. It's possible that Biden did declass these documents before he left the VP's office. It's very, very unlikely, 
They would have to be documents that he himself originally classified and then declassed before he left D.C. Okay. But it is possible. But what I think is going to happen, and I'm not really trying to make a prediction. It's just, I'm just telling you what I see. I'm not really, I'm not predicting and saying this will happen. I'm just saying like right now, looking ahead, this is how I see things going. I think that Biden is going to be mired in scandal for the rest of his administration. I mean, as if he wasn't already mired in scandal, but I think it's going to continue. And I think just like all the stuff that they put um, President Trump through during his first term, it's all going to come back on them tenfold, you know, and I think this is part of that. The difference here is that there's actual criminality involved, um, it seems, very likely, on the part of the Biden family. I know that there's a theory going around that a lot of people are thinking that this is part of the deep state and the swamp wanting to get rid of Biden. And they're going to 25th him or they're going to impeach him. Um, they're going to force him to resign and then they're going to put Kamala in. Um, and this is going to prevent Biden from running in 2024. Um, this is all a deep state plot to get Biden out of the picture. I don't buy that. Um, I really don't think that makes much sense. Although I do understand why people could think that's what's going on. But I think um, all things considered, I don't think it makes that much sense as a play because they're they're damaging themselves. I think eventually it's possible that they will try to force him out, but I don't think he'll be gone. I don't think Biden will be impeached. Um, in fact, I kind of think... I kind of think it would be a waste of time for Congress to impeach Biden. I think that's a waste of their political capital to try and impeach Biden. Um, I don't think he'll be 25th. I do think that the 25th is going to be discussed a whole lot because of this special counsel. I think this special counsel is going to force the conversation of 25thing Biden. And I think he's going to very stubbornly, stick around. And I think, I think that Biden's role here is going to be, he's going to crash this Democrat party swamp boat. He's going to, he's going to sink it. Like Biden is going to destroy the Democrat party. (laughs) He's, he's going to wreck it. Um, And this is part of that. I don't expect Biden to go away. I expect Biden to stay in office and for the Democrat party to continue to suffer and fall into disarray and for more and more crimes to be exposed. And I wouldn't be surprised if he does run in 2024, even though he does have a special counsel looking at him. Um, remember that Trump, Trump never said that Biden would be 25th. He said that the 20, we played it on the devolution power hour of the clip. Um, He said that the 25th amendment would haunt Biden. And you know, when you get haunted by something, it doesn't actually get you. It just puts, it just makes you fearful and interrupts your life and all of that. Right. Um, 
Mermaid Miss K, good morning. Yeah, I think he I think he flipped too. Um I think that Hunter Biden flipped sometime between when Patrick Ho disappeared and when he loaded up his laptop with evidence and and forgot about it at the laptop shop repair shop. I think that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden have flipped and are um instead of saying controlled, I like to say that they're boxed in because I don't think they're literally like puppets. I just think that they're boxed. They're in this box where there's their moves are very, very limited. Um, what they can and cannot do is, you know, they're, they're just in this box. So I look, looking ahead, I just see suffering for the Democrat party and for the Bidens. So I do expect an effort to remove Biden from the, that the Democrats are going to want to remove him. I just don't think they can. I think that he's going to be trapped right there in office and he's just going to have to suffer it. Whenever he is gone, whatever happens, it's going to be at the exact right time. (laughs) So I do have a bit of a, before I end the show, um, I do have a bit of a theory to put forth to you which I'm just, it's a hypothesis. It's not a theory hypothesis. Um, and guys, if you enjoyed the show today, please hit the thumbs up. If you're, if you, uh, like hearing, I told you so please hit the thumbs up. If you, uh, enjoyed the show and want me to keep doing this, please share it. And, uh, if you want to do more than that, you can subscribe to justhuman.substack.com. You can go to buy me a cup of coffee.com slash just human. And, uh, help fill my my scotch glass right here or my coffee cup uh thank you guys for the rumble rants and all the support that you do give you guys make the show possible and it goes it goes noticed i know i missed some rants as i've been presenting this stuff um but i really i really appreciate it guys y'all are this community is very generous and you make this show possible so thank you i loved i love doing this uh, I'm going to get to my hypothesis in just a minute. Um, the salty goat. Thank you. Yeah. You're wondering if this is going to push him to resignation or 20. I think it's, I think the conversation is coming. I just don't think it'll actually happen. Um, if it, if, if it does happen that Biden resigns at some point, then I think it's going to be like 11th hour in 2024. Right? Like, I think it'll be very 11th hour. Um, and probably it probably at a time if Biden is removed or resigns, then I think it'll be 11th hour and it'll be just in time for Hillary Clinton to get the nomination. And it'll be a Clinton Newsom ticket who goes against Trump in 2024. But that's not my hypothesis that I want to present to you. All right. So anyway, the links to support the show are in the description. Uh, but the best way to support it is hit the thumbs up and uh, share it. All right, here's my hypothesis. In the Mar-a-Lago case, there's 47 empty folders that the DOJ was really interested in. And it always bugged me about why, why would Trump 
take 47 empty folders that were marked classified. And I've kind of, I've kind of speculated, okay, well maybe they were stolen. Like what was in them was taken out and stolen at some point by someone not saying Trump or his people did and the theft happened at Mar-a-Lago, just saying that maybe he kept them as evidence of that crime of these documents being taken. And I've, I've wondered about, um, I've wondered about, uh, could they've been, could it be that he took what was in those empty folders and, uh, gave it to Durham or some other investigator. And now I'm wondering if these loose documents that Biden had are what should have been in those empty folders. I don't know that. Like, I'm just hypothesizing because I've been ever since the Mar-a-Lago raid and ever since that news came out in one of the filings early on that there were these 47 empty folders that were marked classified. It's like, why would Trump be keeping these empty folders? And I've been trying to solve that puzzle. Um, like tr- I'm just troubleshooting it. Does Durham have them? Were they stolen? Did someone else take them at some point? So it doesn't make sense why he has, why Trump kept these empty folders. So I'm just hypothesizing that possibly there are some documents that were taken that and tr- the folders were left in the filing cabinet or faci- whatever it was. And Trump took those folders with him and see one of the ways that the swamp has long hid their crimes. In addition to, attorney-client privilege. Another way that um, people high up in the government have hid their crimes, like Clinton, um, is that they classify them. They classify the evidence of them. So it is possible, and the time frame works for Ukraine, for the Maidan revolution and all of that. It could be that Biden, the documents Biden took, that he did classify them himself in order to hide evidence of his own crimes. And then he took those documents home. But he left the folders. Something that, and that's, that's why when I see this with Biden, I'm like, Hmm, I wonder if he classified his own crimes And then because Trump was coming in and they were so scared of Trump finding in Trump's people, his administration going through all these documents and then declassing evidence of their crimes, they just went ahead and took the evidence with them. Just a thought. I'm I'm just troubleshooting it, trying to figure out why are these, these 47 empty folders that the FBI is so interested in. Anyway, that's the show for today. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up. Thank you, Elaine Watkins. And I wish you all an awesome weekend. Have a very happy Friday. I'll be live on Sunday night on Badlands Media, um, 9 p.m. with Burning Bright, 9 p.m. with Burning Bright. 
and we'll do our show defected. It's going to be a great show. And, uh, man, guys, just what an awesome week. What an awesome week. 2023 is delivering. The simulation is lit. (laughs) This simulation is lit. I absolutely love it. I'm having a blast. And I hope you guys, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Hold on just a moment. My my ending music is gone. What's going on? Hold on just a moment. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Goes. There we go. Oh, the the the, the URL must have changed or something. All right, there we go. I got it anyway. All right. God bless each and every one of you. Remember, we're not going to win every battle but we are going to win this war. I told you so. I'll see you guys later.